I'm Joanna Fortune, psychotherapist and author of the 15-Minute Parenting series of books. Welcome to my 15-Minute Parenting Podcast, where I take a common parenting struggle and break it down with practical, playful solutions. Let's get going. A parent contacted me to express worry about the content in the TV shows that they were observing their teenager being drawn to. This parent had decided, you know, look, I won't judge it. I'll check it out myself and had watched a couple of episodes and had found the the themes inside of it to be dark, heavy and riddled with what they described as misrepresentation of issues, normalizing things that really weren't so normal or typical and had mentioned this to their teenager, but their teenager just dismissed the observations as, oh, look, this is this is something you just don't get. And this is normal and everyone else understands it. But this parent was left feeling uncomfortable and uncertain if their teen should be watching it or that they were watching. So how should they challenge it and work with it with them? And I thought this was really interesting because first of all, I'm not a fan of should you be watching or reading or listening to something, because as soon as you ban it, you make it incredibly appealing to your young person, be that a child or a teenager. So it's it's better that you do kind of get to know it, get familiar and get curious and try to insert yourself in with interest into what is interesting them. Now, that being said, this kind of issue about the dark themes in adolescent multimedia is worth is worth having a little look at and a closer th- a closer consideration. Um, when I think about it, what I'm thinking about is that darkness is thematic in adolescence, not just in terms of their development, but also in terms of their inter- their external worlds. It's all around them. All you have to do is look at the themes of books, TV and movies that are directed at teenage audiences to see evidence of this. It's all things like the occult, vampires, drugs, sex and murder. This is what's dominating the themes in these shows. And teenagers are often handling in these shows very adult material alone and away from barely present parental figures. That always amazes me in these shows. You've got all these teenagers dealing with all of this huge stuff and there never seems to be any parents present in the shows or if they are, they're very much on the periphery. And so it brings that question about are the themes in teenage dramas becoming darker as a direct response to the struggles of teenagers today or are these themes contributing to how our teenagers believe their lives should look and feel today my strong personal view is that dark themes have dominated children's books since you know since the beginning since Grimm's fairy tales and generally speaking dark themes help young people to make sense of the darkness in life rather than cause it so I'm not a fan of cleansing fairy tales or sanitizing the darkness out of TV shows and books I'd rather that we think about it together and work with it in a way that helps helps us to support our young people in making sense of it. I do think, though, the hypersexualization we tend to see with adult actors portraying teenagers with really unrealistic body types, flawless complexions, I think that could be more problematic. And we do need to gently yet firmly challenge those unrealities because our teenagers may well normalize that as well. I'm supposed to look like that and this is what my, my life is supposed to be. 
So I think, you know, we'd have to have to admit that it's undeniable that TV for teenagers has certainly become much darker in the last 10 years. But there's also a situation where teen dramas are now being watched by adults. So my inference is that many of the themes in these shows are intended to engage and hold an adult audience as well as a teen one, you know, in a kind of attempt to bridge the adolescent and adult markets. You know, how can we make sure that as big an audience as possible watch this well how about we push the boundaries a little further and bring in some really overt adult themes I think though beyond that there's something very particular in the makeup of a teenager's brain that responds really well to the tropes in these shows because developmentally hold this in mind and we've talked about this in a previous episode developmentally the teenage brain is being rewired there's a whole lot going on there neurologically. They're moving towards higher levels of risk taking and impulsive behaviors. And of course, that in and of itself will compel and lure teenagers towards, you know, more high adrenaline, high drama shows. I do think and I go back to the letter that this parent wrote in, I do think that if you are listening and going, gosh, like that sounds all very over the top. You know, if you haven't seen any episodes of so-called teen dramas or teen TV shows, I, I would strongly suggest that you do consider watching some. Think about things like Pretty Little Liars, Riverdale, 13 Reasons Why, Skins, Euphoria. I mean, there's others. And in fact, what I'd say to you is start with something you know that your young person is really interested in, a show that they binge watch, that they've watched every series of, that maybe they've taken some of the themes out and in terms of their style or posters or pictures from it and see what is it in that that really appeals to them. You'll, if you do, I guarantee you, because I've watched a number of these myself as part of my work with teenagers, you're going to find that the pace in the show is pretty hectic. There's no real space to assimilate each plot. It's like one thing and another thing and another thing, and it's just moving at this frenetic pace. So you don't get that chance to consider what's going on, to process it, to make sense of it, because it's straight into something else, high drama, high adrenaline. So it's sort of like information overdosing. And given, you know, that what we know about the teenagers neurological development, that their default position is often that of drama. And look, you'll know this from living with and parenting them. It can be calm one for one minute or for a period of time and then a full on drama tantrum and then back to calm. You know, you've got this kind of roller coaster that's not so much a wave, but as these dramatic spikes up into high emotion and then dipping quite low again. And, you know, I think the trends of these dark teen TV shows feed right right into that kind of dysregulatory roller coaster of emotion. Um, it's often the pa- it's actually often that very pattern, in fact, that draws our teenagers into these dramas rather than the actual content in the scenes. It's that pace, that rhythm of life that just speaks to them neurologically and resonates with them. Now, uh, one of the questions that came, the part of the question that came in in this was about, you know, should my teenager be watching it? Is it good for them? How do I deal with this and challenge what's coming up in it? The real issue and answer is not, for me anyway, I don't think it's about censoring material in TV shows, you know, movies or books, because it doesn't work. We know that as soon as you say, I don't want you watching this, this isn't good for you. They're absolutely going to subscribe to all 10 series of what you're talking about. There is darkness in life. 
Okay, that's a fact. And it's actually really important that these themes can be explored in this way. The real issue, I think, lies in creating and maintaining open and honest conversation within the parent-teen connection and working towards media literacy in our young people to ensure that they can more easily identify what is real and fake and what is fantasy and reality with a critical, analytical and reflective mind. And that you know, that's easy to say in one part, but it's not so easy to achieve. So you have to think about how you're going to do that. I often, you know, and you'll hear it, you've heard me say it in previous episodes, you'll hear me say it again, no doubt, that it's really important that you find a way to be interested in what interests your teenager, but being interested without being intrusive. So I think get interested and pick up a show that they like. And even if you're watching it going, oh my gosh, this is awful rubbish, bear with it, if only so you can say... God, that was an awful lot for me, you know. Can we talk about what that was about? It would really help me to talk it through. You know, that you can go to them with that because your teenager is going to see the material whether you want them to or not. But this is one way of inserting yourself in um, into their world. And I think it would it's a fine line to tread, but I think it's one that you definitely can manage with that openness. So you're going to them and saying, look, that was a lot for me. Can we talk about it? I couldn't really make sense of this. And how come it moved from this bit to this bit? And, you know, show them that you're trying to understand and let them explain to you. And then you also get to see what their level of concern is or what their level of understanding is with what's in the in the show. I mean, look, they may dismiss your concerns and say some of it was normal and standard, um, but they'll also, you know, reassure you that some of it they understand too was overstated exaggerated unrealistic even a bit ridiculous and you made the two of you even be able to share a laugh at how ridiculous some of it was look I think the bottom line with this and going back to the letter the question that came in from the parent at the start I I think we have to give our teenagers more credit than they usually get I think the makers of these so-called teen dramas need to remember that teenagers don't need to see every single detail spelled out to understand what's going on. You know, I think they overstate and they're really kind of saying, and then this happened and this happened. But they're not respecting our teenagers' intelligence when they do that. Our teenagers get it. They get it a lot more than we we give them credit for. So don't think when you're watching a show that they are watching and you're pretty appalled by the content that your teenager is going to use that content as a template for their life. Give them more credit than that and wonder with them what it's like. I remember doing that, you know, that I asked a teenager I was working with about the shows they were really into a particular type of show and I said you know what is it about that show that really interests you I mean there's so much that goes on I watched a couple of episodes and I really struggled to make sense of it and the teenager was really honest with me you know in saying that oh yeah look it's massively exaggerated but sometimes I see something of a problem that I'm having and they blow it up out of all proportion and I kind of just feel better that okay look at my, my situation isn't like this it could be worse and I think it's something that we have to think about together so After listening to this episode, if you do nothing else, treat yourself to a few episodes of some teen drama and try to get your head around the issues, the themes that our teens are being bombarded with. I think it can help us to empathize with what they're grappling with in their lives and grappling to make sense of. I think it gives us an opportunity for a moment of meeting with them and say, 
what was that about? So they can laugh and say, I know it's so ridiculous, but I kind of like the ridiculousness of it. And bear in mind that the pace of these shows is designed for the pace of the teenage brain, but also it can lead to information overloading. So it's no harm to sit down and pick apart those themes. It can be a great way to begin an otherwise difficult conversation. Pick a theme that came up in one of those shows and say, gosh, it occurred to me, we've never really talked about that. You know, is this something we should talk about? Let's have a think now. Talk about it with reference to the show rather than direct reference to your teenager. That degree of separation really helps difficult topics to become more accessible. So treat yourself to some teen drama this weekend and see what you think about it. Thank you for listening. I'd love if you could leave a positive review, share this with a friend or a few friends, or even subscribe to the podcast. It really helps others to find it and helps with visibility online. You can also follow me on Instagram at Joanna Fortune or on Twitter at the Joanna Fortune. No E at the end of that. Tune in next time for more 15-minute parenting.